What up, dude? Not much, man. What's going on? Uh, just watching this football game now, which is pretty much a blowout. So, oh, I haven't even been paying attention to that. I watched the wings. Well, technically, I watched the wings. I, I watched that too. The second period, and yeah, they they fucked it up last minute. I have Grice on fantasy, so he started out doing well, but yeah, like what the fuck. <laughs> I know. I, I fell asleep in the second period because I was just exhausted after everything this weekend and today. And so they're yeah, much better a, at home than they are on the road. I'll give you, I'll, I'll tell you that though. Who, Detroit? Mm-hmm. Good because they're coming to Vegas soon. Yep. Yeah. I think Vegas. they've only lost once at home. Yeah, biggest Most challenge. Most of the losses like, on the road are in Canada because fucking Bertuzzi can't play. Bertuzzi's not. Yeah. <laughs> I know, dude. I have it on fantasy. I like I have to sit. I, have to, I put him in IR every time they go to Canada. How you doing, No, I was watching the uh, that game and the Tampa uh, Tampa Bay and Islanders game. That was a, that was a fucking beat now. Because uh, it's not a lot of games. There's only two games today, so I'm yeah, I noticed that. Uh, big day tomorrow too. Like, there's a lot of games tomorrow. So the NHL love is Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday schedule. Yeah. Two. I'm telling you, I have no idea how these two and I did not get hit the other day. Oh, yeah, I saw I saw that. Like, what happened, dude? I mean, like, well, I was know. at Gomer and Cal Capitan, that four-way stop yeah. then. Uh-huh. I was getting ready to cross the street. The guy who was going straight on Gomer to the west towards Fort Apache, he yeah. let me go. He had the right of way. Yeah. So he, he let me go. He stood there. He kind of flashed his lights on me. He said, hey, go ahead and go. I mean, uh-huh. and then – Guy going north on El Capitan was turning left on the Gomer. Apparently, never saw me, uh, so I started screaming. And then uh, I swear these two were under his car, but not a scratch geez. on him. Oh my goodness, dude! And inches from hitting me. Yeah, Are they, yeah. It was it nighttime? It was getting to be dark. There was still enough light for somebody to be able to see me. Yeah, it's crazy, man. But yeah. Thankfully, those people who were other people at the intersection chased after them and got them because there's no way I would have caught them because they they booked these two booked it. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. The, the, the football is so weird this year, man. Like, you, you think a team is good and then they lose to the fucking Niners, right? <laughs> or they tie the Lions. Yeah, even or the title Lions, yeah. Or even though, you know, Rock the Steelers are not that good, though. I don't think they're that good, the Steelers. They didn't have Ben also, didn't they? Yep. Yeah, they're, I don't think the Steelers are that good anyways. But it's just a really a topsy-turvy season for the uh, for football right now. It's fucking weird. Oh, guys. What up, dude? Uh, I forgot to charge my headphones, so you're going to have to hear me this way. Oh, that's fine. I got uh, – I'm up the rink, so – Buddy, how's the game? Uh, it's good, man. Um, 
Uh, people are not moving, so I don't know what's going on there. So they they froze. Yeah, they I don't froze. think AJ's coming. He hasn't texted back. Yeah, I think his he said he had a bad headache. So yeah, it's fine. He had some sort of excuse. Wish I could have excuses. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. So oh, what season? I guess I'm probably doing the thing. What uh, what season are we? Season three, episode. Hold on, let me look it up. Episode mm-hmm. something. Episode five, maybe. See, this is what ha- this is what this this is what happens when AJ is like. <laughs> we gotta do DraftKings, right, or something like that out of nowhere. You gotta mention DraftKings, yeah. Yeah. You're watching this football game because it's a blowout. Uh, I walked upstairs after they went for it on fourth and six and got a touchdown to make it like 31 7. 31 7, yeah. I did stop paying attention at that point. If, I was just telling Dave uh, before he came on that football's fucking weird this year. Like, you think a team is good and they lose to the fucking Niners, <laughs> right? I don't know that anybody in any of the divisions or conferences are good. Like, I mean, you think about it like. Episode six. Be, episode yeah. six, okay. You tell me when you guys are ready. I'm whenever, dude. All right, everybody. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 6 of the Weekly Nightly Podcast, presented by our title sponsor, DraftKings, not in Nevada. Uh, so <laughs> we'll get that out of the way. Uh, I am Eric. I am Carlo. And I have returned from Michigan safe and sound, even though Jackass is around here almost ruined that. Oh, we, we won't All talk right. about that. But oh, we yeah, are yeah. doing this uh, without AJ this week. He is um, on the injured reserve. Uh, he should be back and ready to go next week. Uh, uh, we have a nice, nice, enjoyable week of watching a couple of the uh, the games this week. I think he's going to the Detroit and Carolina this week, so it should be fun. Yeah, he has a he has an upper body, I believe. So that's, yeah. that's all you guys get is upper body. <laughs> Upper body injury. So, yeah. uh, what did we uh, what did we talk about last week? Obviously, the Eichel thing, the Eichel, right? Like, it was mostly just Eichel. The last episode was just the Eichel thing, so we don't was, have to talk about it. Yeah, yeah it was. Uh, we were kind of not hitting the panic button, which was good. And I think mm-hmm. what they've won. Yeah. Uh, they they won all games this week, I believe. Yeah, they they, they, they won all this week, and I, I think when we recorded, I think they lost that, the game. Yeah. That was the day yeah. I was in Detroit. That was their last loss. That was a Sunday yeah, game. They, that lost. Was, they, yeah. they played well, but lost. That was, yeah, we recorded before the game, and that was when Dave jinxed the Golden Knights because he, he said it was going to be a blowout, but it was actually. I, I just had a feeling so I thought, you know, the since the trade had happened, you know, the weight off their shoulders would be gone and made this happen a, since then. It took a, it took a, it took a, a game for that to happen, for it yeah. to, uh, to take effect. Uh, for that, for for it to set in, I guess because they, they're we're scoring on the power play now apparently. So <laughs> that, that's yeah. only because we played uh, Vancouver, Vancouver, which has like, the bad. worst PK. Like they are, oh my god, they are bad, bad, trash overall right now. They're so bad, man. Like it makes me so happy. <laughs> <laughs> I back mean, your popcorn. I mean, to be fair, they're not as bad as Arizona. Arizona's just like different levels of bad. But they're still bad. Like you, you would think. Like going into this season when Seattle came in, people were saying that Seattle and Vancouver is going to have a big rivalry, and we didn't know the rivalry was who's going to get Shane Wright. 
<laughs> uh, no, that's locked up to Arizona. I think. Well, lottery, like you never know the lottery with Arizona's luck. Nah, Good I don't point. think so. They're gonna they're gonna pick third. All right, so Vegas is currently in a playoff spot. Uh, three games above five hundred. They are nine and six. Uh, One eight of the last ten, right? Yeah, eight I of think the last so. Um, they have so the big. I don't know. They've always kind of talked about American Thanksgiving as being that cutoff, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you're not in a playoff spot by American Thanksgiving, it's not uh, impossible. Two weeks later this year. Yeah. It, it, pretty tough so vegas has five more games before american thanksgiving three at home two on the road um god i think four of the five are against playoff teams yeah it's gonna be tough like the next game is probably gonna be the toughest one uh yeah, stop carolina team, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. carolina detroit columbus at home every other day now starting tomorrow um we're recording this on monday night sorry we're a day late guys um and then you go St. Louis, Nashville before, so that's going to be a it's going to be a tough little stretch. I think um, uh, St. Louis is uh, started really hot, but they're starting to come down to earth. And I don't think Nashville is that great. Uh, no. But the, this uh, Detroit is also starting to come down to earth. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Dave, but uh, especially know, on the road. You, you, yeah, you, you like I was saying before, you can't. Uh, we started. You know, they're much better at home than they are on the road. And part of it, you know, because a lot of their road games have been in Canada where Bertuzzi can't play. And, uh, again, Columbus is a, uh, a surprising good team. Uh, I don't know if they're going to keep it up, but uh, they've, they have a pretty good record. Yeah, so so that'll be interesting to see kind of how it goes. I don't think that American Thanksgiving cutoff thing is going to matter for Vegas this year because they they'll, they'll get, um, I don't know, four regulars back in their lineup mm-hmm. between American Thanksgiving and but, Christmas. Right. Well, yeah, we keep bringing this up. Like St. Louis a few years ago. It was January yeah. freaking 3rd. You know. They were, quote-unquote, last. They weren't. Yeah. They were not. They were not. Not based on point percentage. Nope, that's um, not a point percentage. Yep. But you're saying they're going to get some players back, but if the pattern continues, we got a player back, we lose We lose a player. It's it's ridiculous at this point. Like, we got Mark Stone back last game, but we lost Martinez. Uh, he won't and, be out long, though. Yeah, he, oh he got God, a really that was a, that, They haven't shown it, but yeah, they said 50, 50 stitches mm-hmm. to the face. That's, that's, that was scary, man. Good thing it didn't went up higher. That would have been even more scary. Oh, God, yeah. lower. Higher or lower. Or lower. Yeah, or yeah, if exactly. it hit on his chin. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Especially but, in that little corner they got, you know, right underneath the chin there, man. Oh, shit. Yeah. But uh, lo- uh, you're just lucky there. But uh, Stevenson in his practice, he kind of – Got limped out, but I, I think it's fine. I think it was just a maintenance day, I, I believe, from the practice today. So they said, that, yeah, today they said maintenance for uh, Stevenson and Yanmark, who has. Uh, I don't want to have too much judgment because he had, from all accounts, a pretty bad case of COVID, so he's still mm-hmm. struggling with that. But he has not been uh, himself or really any any sort of usefulness this year. He's been invisible. I, I tweeted about it. And someone commented on it, saying, "Like, yeah, but he had COVID. Like, I, I understand that. I, uh, I empathize to that. But why play him if he's still recovered? Like, yeah. give him 100 percent and then play him. You know, what I, I, mean? I, I think the last to... game though, his speed looked a little bit better, but he still yeah. just his timing was it's just off. been so invisible the, the whole games, man. I, it's like when 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 you get Brett Howden standing out more than you, that's that's saying something. Yeah. 
Yeah, but I mean, to, to your point on why play him because they're playing Ron Pierre. I mean, they're playing. I, I'd rather two they, AHL like yeah, but they bring up another AHL player and have them score their first NHL goal again. Yeah, but they stood out more than Yanmark. Like, I'd rather bring up Cotter and play uh, play him over Yanmark right now. To be honest, it, yeah, when decision, man, I just I rather keep them up. I rather not yeah. send them down at all. The way he's been playing, and, and the way with our. Uh, cap situation in the future uh, goes, I, I won't be surprised if Yanmark's one of the casualties. So this is cap, uh, it, it's $2 million, right? Yeah, but I don't think, I mean, based on how he's played, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess they could trade him. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, your trade candidates are him, McNabb, uh, Smith, Smith, and uh, that, um, that no, but that's the one thing I did want to talk about is I get it's one game, right? Or it's, but if the reason why they went and got Dadanov or Dadanov is because to play him with elite players. So yeah. he looked good with Stone. He, he was able to finish. First star last night. It's not just with Stone. Like that feed to Lecision was yes. was really good. Like the the passing from Posar to Dadanov to Lecision, that was that was just great. And then and if I that's think part of it is too, you know, he's getting more familiar with the system as well, mm-hmm. too. He's definitely a lot more comfortable. And being with Stone definitely helped out. Yeah. But you've seen progression out of it. Exactly. No. He's getting a little bit more comfortable. And, and also, don't be surprised when Eichel eventually comes in. Don't be surprised if he starts slow and then ramps it up because, you know, new to the system. Uh, I know we talked about time. it a little bit last week, but it'll be interesting to see when, when if and when this team gets to full health, mm-hmm. what uh, Vegas does with lines, where they put Dodonov, where they put – whether it's just the – Here's your top six. Stop it, or if they go and do something else, man. It, like, I don't, I don't know how they're gonna, but uh, set it up. But if you have Stevenson and Madonov in your third line, that is, that that is really good. <laughs> it's uh, that's like a second line in some teams. To be honest with you, on your third line. Did Did either of you guys read Jesse Granger's article about where to put Eichel? And I didn't haven't had a chance to read it yet. Yes, you guys read it. And yes, there there are arguments. Uh, on both, I think, uh, because uh, I think he put an argument there. He's going to start off the third line because, you know, trying to get him into. Uh, and that only makes sense. Shape. Yeah. And we, I think we talked about this last uh, last week, too, where I think that's going to happen. And then one game later, it's like, yeah, you're, you're pretty good. You're, you're, you're back to the first line. We can't we can't cut your minutes. <laughs> because it also depends on how late into the year it is when he returns too. you know. Yeah. Because that's the downside. If you do start I calling the away from Stone and Bachelorette, that's gonna divvy up the minutes really weird, and that's just gonna play them in less minutes because you are playing on different lines, and uh, you want to play those guys uh, as much as you can. Uh, and if you put Eichel in uh, second or on the second line away from Stone, that's just gonna cut the minutes on how you divvy it up because you got to play the other lines. Well, by the time playoffs come around, there's definitely going to be one thing that Vegas can't use as an excuse. They can't use the excuse that these guys are tired and overworked. Yeah. They're going to be well-rested by the time playoffs come around. Oh, no, but Marshy is going to be – and Smith is going to be tired and overworked. Well, Marshy yeah. doesn't like wasting time, so he'll be fine. That's true. Uh, it's, speaking of which, uh, uh, Bersois played against uh, – who did he play against? Seattle. He played against Detroit, and then he played against um, – Yes, yeah, like that was what one day. 
uh, gap, one game gap, right, between yep. these games, I believe, which I really like because uh, Leonard has been overworked this season and he's been carrying this team. And he's one of the big reasons why they have won eight out of their last 10. Uh, well, he's but, by far the team MVP. Yes, not even close. I, I, I don't think so. Uh, but playing Bersois a little bit more, I think, will help with that longevity of uh, Robin Leonard. Yeah, I completely um, agree. Yeah. And I thought he played really well against Seattle, uh, against Detroit, uh, not so much. His first uh, game in a while, though, too. So Yeah, that, that, that was the thing, yeah. Uh, wait, no, he played against Minnesota. But his, I think it wasn't, wasn't his first start. Yeah. And then he th- played against Minnesota after Detroit. No, he played Detroit, and then Leonard played Seattle, and then uh, Bersua played Minnesota. Yeah, that's that's how I'm saying. Before Detroit, he had he only was a yeah came in, I believe. But the only yeah. one time when he got pulled. Yeah, uh, but no, I, I I like I like I like them playing uh, Bersua a little bit more, uh, which which is uh, which is good for the long term uh, health for Leonard. Uh, I think Leonard's going to play against uh, Carolina. Uh, and I think uh, Bersua is going to get either Detroit or Columbus, in my opinion. Yeah, I think it would make more sense for him to go against Detroit if you're going to try to split it every just, other. Just give him a little a revenge redemption, game. A redemption game, I guess, right? Because that, that was a game he looked the worst, in my opinion, against Detroit. Yeah, I guess maybe you don't because the team's already seen him. Who knows? So I guess it yeah. depends on how, how it falls, but... Mm-hmm. And it should be a should be a good little week. Detroit will yeah. be a little bit more tired too because they play tonight. They play tomorrow too, I think in Dallas, and then here it, on Thursday. It is all a road trip, right? Yep. Uh, and we're not in Canada, so Bertuzzi's playing. <laughs> yep. So yeah, uh, that's good for my fantasy. Yay. Uh, yeah. What do you, what, right. what what other guys you guys thought? How do you like? I mean, the young guys. What do you guys think of them? Like so far. Oh, like I mentioned earlier, Lecision. I mean, it just—I don't want to see him back down. I'd rather keep him up if he can get regular uh, time on the ice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. I, I mean, yes, he's—he has been the most impressive, and people forget that he had ACL surgery uh, during his draft year. Otherwise, he would have been a first-round pick, right? So he was—he was the captain of the—I uh, think Regina Pats or, and Leatherbridge. Um, he was a very, very good player, highly, highly touted. Um, so I would love him to stay up. I just don't see a spot for him if this team gets healthy, right? Like, yeah, uh, you're, already, you're already center heavy with, with Waugh, with Stevenson, with Patrick. Mm-hmm. Patrick hasn't even played again, guys. Like, yeah. keep in mind where the GMs feel about him, right? Um, yeah. The ones that I've been, I mean, Hutton, I get it was his first real game, so I don't want to judge that too much, right? That was an interesting claim. Uh, but Amadio has not, I mean, he missed a wide open. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I have not I, been able to find a replay of that, but from what all accounts, it was as wide open as yeah, it, it was. I mean, it was it right was. in my corner at, at T-Mobile. <laughs> I mean, but, we were kind yeah. of rude about it. We just kind of all yelled. I was like, yep, wave him again. Yeah, he his um, Amadio just straight out shot it across the crease. Totally missed it, wide open. He just missed. <laughs> I like Neil did in Stanley Cup final. In something like that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Uh, uh, Neil I, put one off the post. That was what was impressive. It was like, oh, okay, good job. Just yeah, but uh, Howden has been 
I don't think a total disaster. Uh, like the first few games, yeah, but I thought I thought he got better. Uh, but I don't think he's still. I I, I still think he's like below average. I don't, I'm not saying he's like a world beater, uh, but he's been fine. Uh, I think the kids like Ron Beer. It, it's I tweeted uh, about this. Uh, it's really cool to see that the coaching staff trusted decision and Ron Beard over there in the P, uh, PK together. Yeah, that stood out for sure. Yeah, uh, they they were the top last year. They were the top PK penalty killers for Henderson, and uh, they were really good. So it's like uh, it reminded reminded me of pairing up White Cloud and Hay in the NHL. It's like why break up a good thing when they had a really good chemistry back uh, back in the AHL. So. Uh, check that out. And I thought they were really good on the penalty kill uh, against Vancouver. Uh, even though, like you, like you said earlier, Vancouver it's not it's not saying much because Vancouver's yeah. not very good. It's like I don't know what happened to Pedersen, man. He's he's been bad. He just wants out of Vancouver. He shouldn't oh. have signed. He shouldn't have signed the contract. Yeah, no, I, know. I agree. I mean, yeah. he uh, he does not look like the same player. He's playing with zero confidence. That whole team is. I mean, they yep. they are. I'm I'm surprised. Not not to turn this Vancouver ways, but I mean, they literally just signed Travis Green to a two year mm-hmm. extension in May of this year. They're not firing him right now. If anything, yeah. that's more an indictment on the GM. Mm-hmm. You said this was your guy. You wanted to sign him an extension, and this is what's going on. These are the moves you made. I mean, who couldn't have seen Tucker Pullman and Oliver Ekman Larson not working out? I mean, come <laughs> on. What the hell? I mean, oh my I just God. don't get it. So yeah, that uh, that team has a. Uh, I don't know. It's I don't know why. I know that everybody thinks San Jose and all this shit, but I, for whatever reason, maybe it's because I interact with quite a few Vancouver guys, but I find so much joy in watching that train wreck. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I, I I feel indifferent for Vancouver. I'm just I'm just a little uh, I wouldn't say surprised, but it's. Because I didn't, I didn't think they were going to be a good team. I didn't think expect them to be this bad, to be honest with you. The, the only surprise that I have, I guess, the biggest surprise um, is Seattle. I'm, I'm genuinely surprised that they're the bottom of the Pacific. It's, like, it, we kind of knew they would have struggles scoring goals. It's, but, it's man, it's funny because someone described this on Reddit like perfectly. Uh, because I don't. I, their advanced metrics aren't that bad. They play, they're playing decently. I don't want to say good, but they're playing decently. It's like the opposite of Vegas's first year when Ve- early, especially early in the season, Vegas was playing bad, but find a way, they found ways to win. They, they were just clawing, keeping it, staying in the game. Then just a few, like two minutes of really good hockey and they, they get the lead and they just keep it and win. That was Vegas first year. This year, Seattle, they play really well for a long period of time. A few bad minutes, lose the lead, and just finds ways to lose. Yeah, it's like kind of like their their home opener. I remember watching that. You know, they played pretty well, like you said, mm-hmm. the game, the game, and then all of a sudden, Vancouver of all teams, yeah, at the end, wins it out. Yeah, it's. Yeah, it's I think. Uh... I think they're definitely being let down by Grubauer. Also, yes. that's a, I yes. mean, that, once again, we don't need to t- turn this into to other teams, but I mean, Seattle built that team so strange. Like it makes zero sense. Their decisions. I mean, like five good decisions came out of the expansion draft mm-hmm. and the rest, you just kind of scratch your head about, and then they go and pay Grubauer way too much money and, and he's not any good. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they are in the Pacific division, so I, I think it's okay to talk about them a little bit, but, uh, 
and you're, you're talking about and people giving them excuses like, oh, the GMs uh, learned their lessons from last expansion draft, so they didn't make deals with them. They had really good players available to them that they did not pick, and, and that's on them. Like if if the if the GMs didn't want to deal with them, pick the player, pick the good well, player. And yeah, and Ron we, Francis, he just the deals that supposedly were out there, he would not back down from his demands. Yeah, what? And I, I just I'm curious if he was worried that it would undermine his ability to negotiate in the future if he went out and said, hey, it's going to cost you two first for us to lay off of, let's say like Max Domi, right? Not that mm-hmm. that was one to lay off of or like Vladimir Tarasenko or something like that, right? But it's going to cost you two picks. Yeah. And then they don't, then he never backs down and then he doesn't take them. Like, I don't know it's, what's worse, like backing down and taking a worse deal or just flat not taking the player, which makes you look like an idiot. I don't, I don't see know why he was worried because Vegas has made plenty of good deals. Yeah. Since the expansion too, you know, but, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. I wonder if he didn't back off of his original ask thinking that they would be able to then negotiate down if it would hurt him negotiating power in the future. It's speaking, it's, speaking of Max Domi too, they didn't even sign Max Domi. He ends up signing back with Columbus. So it's like Columbus, they didn't even lose anybody in the yeah. expansion draft at all. It's, it's funny. You mentioned about the Vegas negotiations, uh, Dave, because I, I, I forgot which podcast I listened to about Kelly McCrimmon. And how thirty one thoughts? Yeah, I think it was thirty one thoughts. Yeah, they're 32 talking now. thirty two th- thoughts. Yeah, they're talking about how aggressive he is and how how uh, good a negotiator he is actually. And other GMs are actually thinking like, man, like negotiating with him is like uh, is 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 hard, you know? Yeah, it was it's, it was it was an X or not X, but um, it was a WHL GM mm-hmm. said negotiating with Kelly McCrimmon is pure hell. Yeah, which is I mean, it's like, like you can't. It's hard to to make like have have him lose. That that, I think that's what they're trying to say. Like, uh, like Kelly McCrimmon is not going to lose a trade straight. Like uh, on the standpoint, on the standpoint. Oh wait, no. Like at the start, you know. But maybe I I, I think there's only one that we can all point back to. That you go, well, that one mm -hmm. sucked. Like that Detroit one. That's about it. I mean, well, that wasn't McCrimmon either. That was was McPhee. But McCrimmon was involved, I think, so. Yeah, true. Uh, yeah, they, yeah. They, were definitely, they, they were definitely involved. Um, but even the even the Dodonov run right now, like everybody wanted to jump to conclusions after 10 games. It's like, okay, pump the brakes, guys. So, like, <laughs> now he's starting to look better. I mean, everybody was saying – there was uh, – speaking of podcasts, a really good one um, that had Jesse and uh, Dim Filipovich. Um, yeah, uh, the, uh, po- the the pod – PDO cast. PDO cast, PDO cast. Yeah. Um, and Jesse was kind of, he was not great. Uh, he was kind of talking, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, essentially both of them called it a terrible, terrible um, trade. Like, you, you're going to have to attach, like, a first to get rid of them. And I was just like, you guys are, like, four days in. <laughs> well, yeah. And, and some of those people are probably the same people that ragging on that deal that were ragging on Petrangelo last year. Yeah. Like how he ended up at the end of the year. And now – I'm hearing That's, again in the stands, people are starting to rip on Procangelo again. He's like, guys, yeah, it's, it's 10 no, games in the year. No, the same, the same people who ragged on the Petrangelo deal is the same people that's ragging on the Eichel deal saying that he's getting paid too much. Uh, but, you know, it's it, it, Eichel. <laughs> people forget how good I, uh, Jack Eichel is. And the same thing with Petrangelo because uh, 
we, we say this all the time, I think. Like, I understand there's a lot of knowledgeable hockey fans in the Vegas fan base, but a lot is also new to hockey. And a lot of these people haven't really watched Jack Eichel or Alex Petrangelo yep. before they came to Vegas. And, and they they're, they're un- to Vegas. Yeah, unfamiliar faces coming in. They don't know. Even with the Mark Stone trade, they didn't know who Mark Stone was. A lot of people was like, who is this guy? We're traded uh, Eric Brandstrom for him, one of the best prospects. A lot of people are complaining about it. You know, uh, one of the best prospects. Yeah, sure. He can't even. Oh, man, dude. Can't catch a break. Oh, my God. Can't catch a break unless it's on his stand. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it's funny that you talk about that as far as like, because they just get built in names in this market. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, like, 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 we're sitting here talking about Lecision. Lecision doesn't play on most any other team, right? Like, he's like, we pay so much attention to him. But yeah, like, I mean, I think when you start to look at this trade beyond this year, the Eichel trade, it's just going to look silly. It's going to look Mark Stone S, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's yeah. going to be that level of, oh my God, they how did they get away with that, right? And yeah. going back to the Petrangelo thing, it's crazy to me. Same thing with um, Dinanov. Like all these people jumping to conclusions 10 games in going oh he's lost it he's not any good anymore oh that aging curve look he's a d-man it's like come on guys like it's 10 games in the the when they made that signing they said they had he was the number one d-man based on their internal metrics and he's mm-hmm. turned out to be pretty freaking well, good and, and I, I think carlo you mentioned this a couple of podcasts ago it was like uh, petrangelo is trying to make up for the lack of offense so he's trying yeah, to push yeah. himself that wasn't me i think that was eric that- uh, that mentioned that. Uh, that was uh, you. That's it's one of us, but yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Uh, but it, and to your point, like they also in an interview by uh, on the inter- one of the interviews, Killing McCrimmon had, they said that they weren't looking for a defenseman. They were when they signed Petrangelo, but it's Petrangelo. You cannot pass out, uh, pass up a, an opportunity to get Alex Petrangelo. It's the same with Eichel. They were not looking for. They weren't looking for a specific uh, spe- a center specifically. But when you have a chance to get a Jack Eichel, you go and get Jack Eichel. And I do, I, I understand a lot of fan base are pissed off of how they treat the players or whatever. They just move them. But I, to me, my, this is how I see it as a, this is just my opinion as a fan. Other fans have their own opinions and they can have, it's fine. But I appreciate the GMs trying to get the best players available and trying to make this team better every year. Uh, we are, the team is already very good and they're not satisfied of very good. I, I think that that's a good trait for the thing office is, to have too, is like it, compared to other sports, you know, like especially the NFL, the turnover there is even mm-hmm. higher. Oh, you yeah. know, so if they're fans of other sports, they should be used to this kind of turnover. Well, the, the one point that I'll make on Carlos point is, that is the one thing that I had the utmost respect for the San Jose Sharks about, right? Like up until the last three years. So Vegas' first two years and the previous, whatever, like 15 years, Mm -hmm. they made the playoffs. They went deep. They were always involved with every big fish, whether it be a free agent or trade deadline, they always made moves. Now they're paying for it right now Mm -hmm. and they didn't get their cup, but I always respected the Sharks for that. Not that they, I, once again, I think inside this market, we just think like, look, most people don't know who Alex Tuck is. He's a good young player that mm-hmm. always gets injured, but nobody's thinking like, oh, he's an original misfit. You can't treat him like that. Like yeah. the flurry deal was definitely 
overblown and how it is. And then it's just, look, clearly no players have any issue coming here. Every single, look, Petrangelo came here as a free agent, could have gone anywhere he wanted. It's not like Vegas paid him 10.5 to come here. They paid him like 8.8 or whatever. Like they didn't crazy overpay. Eichel just said, hey, if I could have picked anywhere to go, it would have been Vegas, right? Like, look at all these players that come and sign. So the whole, the way they treat their players, it doesn't work. Even Smith, who has seen everybody come and go, came out and said, well, every year is a one-year deal because yeah. this team only wants to win. And that's a huge deal. And, and even, even the the one player that, if he didn't get captaincy, would demand a trade, Jonathan Marsh or so, just came out this week and said playing for Vegas has been the highlight of my career. Exactly. I don't think anybody gives two shits other than they want to win. And, and that's be, what Vegas yeah. wants. To and, and these guys went before they, <clears throat> before they even came to Vegas, they were used to players coming and going as well too. Mm-hmm. So it's not like they're not used to it. Not and, they, all and, of a sudden they started their careers in Vegas. And honestly, to be honest, to be honest with you, I think these players do appreciate that the, the team is going for the cup every year. That's I think that's why Eichel wanted to come here too because being stuck in Buffalo all these years and they see it in an organization that always goes for the win with a winning culture is it, very attractive to players. <laughs> you, know, you know, it's and uh, Yanmar came back. He could have probably gotten it a little bit more. It's 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 um, people love playing here. It's and uh, and I, I think it's a good fans saw it differently than players do. I, I know yeah. I understand that they lose they lose friends and stuff and they're they're still gonna be friends. They still communicate a lot. They, yeah. This hockey culture is is very tight to be honest. Yeah I mean most sometimes of the a little too tight. Are, yeah they're still buddies with Eric Hollow. Like mm-hmm. I mean yeah it's not so but what yeah. I find um we kind of talked about it a little bit going into this offseason. Obviously if they made flurry if they moved flurry they could have made another deal. Mm-hmm. I do believe we're getting to the point where other than fringe players, mm-hmm. Vegas will be Vegas can't be in on a big fish in the next couple yeah. of years. Like I just there's Sorry. not this is their core is their core. Mm-hmm. You don't really get any sort of breathing room until Pacioretty comes off, which is I think two more years or this plus one. Uh this plus one. This plus one, okay. Yeah. So you, your your team is kind of your team, and I, I can see Pacioretty if he, he wants to come back for a cheaper contract, especially with his age. Oh yeah, he's not getting seven anymore yeah. for sure. Al- no. Also, uh, speaking of the flurry trade, I don't know if you guys know that Mikhail Hekarainen, Vegas legend, uh, got got let go of his SHL team. He got he got waived on his <laughs> on his NHL, no, I do not see SHL that. Team. That's how, that's how that's the value of Mark Andre Fleury got. <laughs> Yeah, I guess you got some moves that year. Um, after yeah, after that, because Dodonov comes off, mm-hmm. uh, Pacioretty comes off, and Brossois comes off after twenty two, twenty three. So you, yeah, that and that we, clears you a lot of room, and you won't you won't have Smith's contract on there too. I, look, and potentially McNabb too, even though that's mm-hmm. after this year. Yeah, I legitimately believe Smith signs for less and stays yeah. here. I, I that's that's my hope. I think it, it'll happen. Uh, I wish it will happen because Riley Smith. I, I love I love I love his game. I love what he brings to the team. Like he's not uh, he's not going to score eighty points. He's not going to go score seventy. He has a chance to score seventy, maybe. 
but his defense and, and what he brings uh, to the team is is very invaluable. I mean, he's, and, and right now he's playing he's like valuable. he doesn't want to leave. Exactly, Kim and Marsha. So uh, offensive wise, he's been carrying this team uh, in this in this uh, in this uh, eight out of ten. Uh, he, like Kim, uh, those those two and Petro, I believe, and Stevenson has been the one carrying the uh, the load, a lot of the load, other than Leonard, obviously. And Haig, too. I think Haig has played really well. Yeah, I wonder how much a race he's going to get. Ooh, yeah, that's going to price one. himself out. Uh, he is he is a, a, an RFA, though. Correct. Uh, with yes. no uh, arbitration, and he is 21. So he can he can sign a bridge deal for cheaper uh, and then get his bigger contract later on. That or is an the Zach White Club route. Well, Zach White Club is a little bit older. I think he only had one year left in his, uh, in his RFA status. Uh, he, he here's the fun, like a lot of people forget this. White Claw's older than Theodore, uh, mm-hmm. in a year. Uh, so I think that why because I think White Claw's contract takes him to uh, age 30, 28, the, 28. No, not, not or, age no, 28, 28, but the year 28, yeah, 28, yeah, no, yeah, about 30, 31, I think. But yeah, White Cloud, White Cloud has the, yeah, the uh, it's kind of contract runs legal, out 27, 28, yeah, the he he, he had the leverage uh, for that contract because. He was going to be a, a UFA uh, sooner than later, while Haig has a few years left on his RFA. So uh, I don't think he's going to get. How, how much was the White Cloud? It's like two, two million. Two point seven five. Two point seven five. Holy shit! Dude, that's that's really good for White Cloud. Um, I I think is I think Haig is going to get some, something around that. Yeah, but for a shorter term. That that's my prediction. Like a two, three year deal, just a bridge deal to try mm-hmm. to see. Yeah. yeah. Uh, especially with our cap crunch. Yeah, I could see him getting um, McNabb's money. Yeah. Plus, there's a lot of, like, a lot of the, this is the year that the, the 2017 contracts are out. Like, Lecision needs a new mm-hmm. contract. Ron Berg needs a new contract. And a bunch of the other guys. Awad needs a new contract. Uh, yeah, but a lot of those guys that I mentioned, like decision and stuff, they're gonna get minimum, and they they they're still gonna be waiver exempt. So you you can hide those contracts in the uh, AHL. It's not that big of a deal, but at the uh, like Haig is the is the big big young guy that's that's up for a contract. And Wah, Haig and Wah. If Haig takes uh, McNabb's money, I hope Haig can learn how to throw a hip check like he does too. Oh yes, uh, he's still young. He's still physical. He's um. Nobody wants to fight him. I've, I've seen him get on scraps. So, Carlo, you just made made a comment that, that I wanted to kind of look at. So, 2017 draft class, okay? So, just mm-hmm. Vegas. Cody Glass played NHL games. Nick Suzuki mm-hmm. played NHL games. Looks like a star, right? Eric yeah. Branson played NHL games. Nicholas Haig, NHL games. Looks like he's it's, on his way to being good, right? Decision, yeah. NHL games. Ron Beer, NHL games. Uh, okay, finally... With the 96 pick, Maxim Zukov never got an extra yeah. contract. That was the goalie they probably reached on. Alvinas has played. Hold he on. He does not. He's not. He's never played an NHL game, right? Nope. nope. He, he didn't get a preseason game this year. But he hasn't. Dugan looks like he's going to play NHL games. Yeah. Uh, Campoli, no. Patera played NHL games, didn't he? No. Uh, Patera is right now is in the ECHL. He's our e- ECHL. Okay. No, the, the one that's. Just played against uh, Detroit. I can't remember his name. All of a sudden, uh, was uh, shit. Who was it? Oh, uh, Fukali. Fukali, Zach Fukali. Yeah, Fukali. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, 
Not he wasn't a draft pick. It was a uh, he was yeah he was a signing. But yeah, it was a signing. I think that's what Eric was thinking of maybe. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. But uh, yeah, I was, I was saying. I mean, that, that is astonishing and, to me. How many there's you miss players ben Jones. have played or look like they'll play NHL games? You miss Ben Jones, which I think is he's looking really good in the A right now. Well, he's, that's he, I was, no, he was the last one. Yeah, one eighty nine. Ben Jones. I don't know that he'll ever play NHL games. I I think he will. He's gonna be. I think he's gonna be a tweener. I don't think he's gonna be a per, like a. a, a a permanent uh, NHLer, but he's going to be like one of those call-up kind of guys. Like a Patrick Brown. Yeah, like a Patrick Brown. Yeah. That, that kind of guy. He's like he's like a depth, depth forward that, you know. He's a, what you call in baseball, a 4A guy. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, I think I think he's going to play a few NHL games. Uh, well, yeah, that draft looks good. Uh, Vegas has always been, Vegas has been good at drafting. It's just keeping those draft picks, but investments but, on but I, I value. Don't think it's even, to, to me, I don't even think it's about keeping them, right? Like, everybody wants to freak out because of the players they traded. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cody Glass turned into Nolan Patrick. Look, right now, Nolan Patrick is injured again, unfortunately. Maybe the kid can just never stay healthy. But he's not playing in the NHL because he's injured. Cody Glass isn't playing in the NHL because he's not very good, mm-hmm. right? I would say Vegas won that trade, right? Mm-hmm. Suzuki for Pacioretty, we've, we've litigated yeah. this a hundred times, right? Like, it for what this team needed, Pacioretty made more sense currently. Who knows? Brandstrom for Stone is highway robbery. Yeah. And then if you, you start moving those players, look what you – you still can – Lecision's probably played better than um, – not that he's going to be better in the future, but Lecision has played better than Krebs showed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, because you've drafted so well depth, you've been able to move the ones that still have a ton of value and you can go get a player that you never should have had a chance at. So that's, to me, that's where Vegas has done such a good job is not, I'm not afraid of the the team, the players that they've moved out, right? Mm-hmm. It's the ones that they've done such a good job having depth. Same thing and, with next year, or not next year, but the next draft wait, class, 2018, is, right? Like, Hotter. Hotter is the draft class. Yeah, M- Morozov should come mm-hmm. over after the um, KHL year ends, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Cotter, who's, who's that? Cotter, uh, uh, Cruz, Corcoran, Deliberatore, Cor- Bouchard, and Cooey. Not not many of Corcoran, those. Corcoran's all right uh, in the A. Deliberatore. Yeah, Deliberatore looks good. I, I like yep. Deliberatore. Um, and, and you know, you know what other team drafts really well deep into the draft? Tampa Bay. Tampa, like you know what what, what round Raiden Point was drafted? Uh, third or second? Yeah, the third to say is a mid round pick. Yep. And a lot they fill a lot of their depth pieces through those deep mid round picks. Sorelli, like, same thing with Sorelli. Sorelli right? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I, I mean, they, and then then you look at the nineteen class. Krebs just turned into Eichel. I'm pretty sure that's going to work out, right? Yeah. Korzak should be that Braden McNabb replacement, Replace right? Like just solid DN. Dorfeyov has who knows what happens there. Aha, Layne Ahak, who knows what happens there. Dorfeyov played the NHL yeah. game, so yeah. yeah. Brayden Point was the third round, seventy ninth pick. Yep, there you go. So it, it, it's 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 really cool seeing finally seeing these young guys, especially. Uh, I've been talking about this for years. Like well, one of my things is like, I keep track of the prospects and stuff. It's nice seeing them on the uh, on the ice. Finally seeing the NHL ice. Uh, and then, and then the year after that, uh, Eric, you got you got Brendan Brisson, who's looking really good right now in Michigan. I would not be surprised if he and Morozov both sign after this year. Uh, that wouldn't surprise me either. I, 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 my, 
I think Morozov has a higher chance. Brisson. Well, uh, Morozov's, Morozov's a virtual lock. Yeah. He's already turned yeah. down KHL deals. The reason why I think Brisson signs is because if he doesn't, he gets – you start getting awful close. To, if he goes back for a third year, you get yeah. awful close to the fact that he can walk at any yeah. point. It, yeah. He, so he'll I think, do an Adam Fox. And, uh, you know, from my experience watching through college hockey, a lot of players actually sign after their first year of college. Yeah. Too. This uh, it's this Brisson's second year, right? This is yeah. second. That's what I'm saying. I, I, yep. I think he signs for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think you got Jackson Hollow going into college next year. Yep. He looks really good. Yeah, that well, Plastic. he was an absolute reach mm-hmm. in the third round. That could turn. Yeah, I mean, he probably <laughs> shouldn't have. I mean, he could turn out to be better. But yeah, he he. I don't think he's in college yet. He's so no, good. he's he's playing in the uh in the USHL. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, the and Wimbe then you Gander got the goalie with... Vickman, nothing. Noah Ellis. Yeah. I don't even know what. Oh, our well, I, I was gonna say our drafting goalies has not been good. Not so, been good at all. Uh, uh, but then you did forget it, Cormier. Uh, oh yeah, Cormier. Yes, who was who was the pick from the Gusev deal? So that mm-hmm. that should work out pretty well. And then yeah. obviously twenty twenty one. I mean. Dean, yeah. Chica, they both like both of those. Yeah, we, um, those not, are both top forty picks. Yeah, uh, our goalie pro, uh, picks has not worked out. People are probably going to say Ferguson, not our pick. We traded it. We traded him after draft uh, from Dallas. Uh, from Dallas, Dallas yep, yeah. Right. Uh, but uh, drafting goalies, those, as we all know, is a crapshoot yeah. anyway. You can either That's really true. nail on one, or you just absolutely yeah. nail. But uh, goalie prospects, you got uh, Thompson and Ferguson, uh, looks good right now. To be honest with you. Uh, the team in front of them <laughs> does not look good uh, okay. because uh, the injury bug is organization-wise uh, deep, <laughs> organization deep. Yeah, it's, it's hard to get us off track on on uh, prospects, but I was just thinking that 2017 draft to to have nine of the twelve players you drafted look like they're going to play NHL games. That's a pretty pretty impressive number. So mm-hmm. I, anyway, like I said, I, I'm just not worried about when they go and move somebody for. Yeah, Eichel's better than any any player on any of those lists we ever named. Yep, and I, Eichel's, Eichel's better than any of them. You, you can argue. I I think is better than Stone. <laughs> to be honest with you, uh, so it's... so my point has always been for Vegas, Stone is the more perfect player. Now yeah. let's see what Eichel Sorry. does in this system, and maybe I change my to- tone. But right now, I've always said for Vegas. Stone is the more perfect player. Therefore, I think Stone is better. I think for this uh, team, I think not overall, what, but let's see what Eichel yeah. does, right? But I think when Eichel comes here, he doesn't have the burden to carry the whole team on his shoulders. Uh, in, in Buffalo, he was the only guy there. And he made and, Jeff Skinner. A yeah, made Jeff fan. Skinner look good. When he yeah, comes no, here, he has, he has help. And I he, think he's going to be better. He here. did the Sidney Crosby thing. He did the take two players from the AHL that you've never heard of, made up random mm-hmm. generated names, and turn them into all-stars. That's what yeah. Sidney Crosby has done his entire career. He's got so many people paid stupid amounts of money, and that's what Eichel did for Skinner. Not that Skinner was a random generator. He was actually probably pretty good. But, mm-hmm. I mean, Sidney Crosby turned Gensel good, Zach Ashton Reese. Like, you can't even pick him out of a room of one. Man, like, just imagining Eichel between Stone and Batch already, man. It's just I that that's my question is do they do it? Do they, I just can't imagine I, them doing that. I, at least let, late in the game and they're trying to get a goal. Yes. I, I just 
just just help my fantasy man it's really just to start out the game like that, like fourth fourth time over the boards i can't imagine that's the line but maybe it is same thing with we we all fantasized I mean, about theodore and petrangelo playing together no i, I never thought no i never thought that because oh, I did. some people I did, did for sure some yeah, people, some. Yeah. yeah some people because i think the most because the most optimal they're de- uh, defensemen and the most optimal is just to keep at least one of them on the ice you know and and in Vegas have the depth because you have the misfit line on the second line, and you, like I said earlier, when you have Stevenson and Dodonov in your, as your third line, that's still pretty good. It's not like you drop off. Uh, you do drop off a lot because Stevenson, Steven- Dodonov, Patrick. If that could be yeah. a line, and they could all play or, together, or why? But or once not. again, I mean, it's Pulsar. that. That's so many. Who knows? Because they have to get to the playoffs with seven million sitting on the bench until they get there. So I don't. We'll see how that before with Flurry on the bench. Yeah, I'm saying on IR the whole way. I know, I'm kidding. I I don't see how that happens unless somebody, right? I mean, Stone was the kind of big wild card that everybody had, right? Like, Mm -hmm. did they go make? Did they go make the Eichel deal because Stone's going to be out long term and they know they can bury that money? Well, that obviously wasn't the case. So, no. I mean, Pacioretty, Broken Foot should be back sometime later this month or early next month. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carlson, Broken Foot should be out a couple weeks longer than Pacioretty. Mm-hmm. Uh, White Cloud. Cloud, although he doesn't clear any space for you. Um, yeah. What was his, a hand? Hand, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. I think I, the, the, the two big ones is just Carlson and uh, Pacioretty now. The rest and is you know just both Mike of those Cloud, are coming back, and, and you know Eichel's coming back. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't see where the money comes in. I think yeah. this team is going to be forced to make a move. Uh, somebody yeah. gets a hangnail, gets infected, and they go on LTIR. Yeah. I would not even be surprised. I mean, I know we t- talked about it and joked about it. I would love to see Smith stay here, and I know I said earlier in the, in the show, I, I think he stays. But that's the natural – Trade him to New York for the kid that's playing over in Russia. Move on with that's, life. Uh, what's they're gonna they're gonna trade Smith and Smith is gonna come back in the off season. <laughs> that, ha- does, that, that has happened before. He's gonna be a pure, yeah. pure rental. That has happened before. That's yep. happened a lot. Yeah, it happened a lot. Uh, I thought uh, Felino would do that with Columbus, but he ended mm-hmm. up going somewhere else because Columbus went into a full rebuild. Keith yeah. Kachuk did that years ago too. He got traded to Arizona of all places and then went back to St. Louis. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, like Atlanta. Trade, that was when he got traded to Atlanta for a year. But uh, trading Smith is going to hurt your depth a little bit because you're going to have to like move up some players up because the down is going to have to move up to that uh, second second line. Uh, so you're going to have like Patrick and Colasar and Wah with Stevenson in the third line. It's not as attractive as having Dadanov and Stevenson there, but yeah, it's but still is, not there bad. Is this, there, yeah, there is yeah, a thing exactly. called the salary cap. Yeah, it's kind of yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's still not bad, but I'm, I like I don't. That's a future McPhee problem, not I mean McCrimmon problem. Uh, that's what basically what he said in one of the interviews. Like I'll worry about it later when we get there. Uh, if we get there, yeah. He, he basically yeah, tongue in cheek said if, if we get there, which yeah, I mean, like like Dave said, I mean, what well, Marion Hosa had to retire from the NHL because he had a uh, what allergic reaction to the detergent or some stupid thing. No, is this something with the uniform materials that you know? psoriasis or something some kind of crap like that yeah so they could put them on ltir instead of retire i don't know just but yes it is very possible that somebody could get injured but mm-hmm. that's the thing do you really want to 
risk Lie on that no yeah for for six weeks one of your best players that's making seven million dollars right there's only a certain number of them and just say hey okay we'll get you back in the playoffs and then what if they get injured game i don't know it's just it's 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 a Tampa thing. Like, they know they're going to make the playoffs, so they're, like, not worried about it. And then when the playoffs come, it's like, yeah, you're back. You know, it's it's a it's a, it's a temp. It's a yeah. oh, the old temperoo. Yeah, I don't necessarily care what seed they get in the playoffs. Once yeah, same, they get here. same here. Uh, it's looking like Edmonton looks really good, but they are starting to – Edmonton still have some weakness. They score a lot. Fucking McDavid Goalies. and Dreisup. Look, Goalies. look, look. Here, here's the thing. What, I mean, okay, so they're they're they are a very possible second round matchup for Vegas, assuming Edmonton's one and Vegas is going to be somewhere in there, right? Yeah. Um, I know you guys said you don't care. I just want them to be in the Pacific. Yes. Either. Yes. Don't yes, get the yes. four seed. Don't get a wild card. Be second or third. No problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, but here's the thing about Edmonton. Connor McDavid, best player in the world. We've talked about this a hundred times. I don't care. He he is the best player it's in the not world. So so not even close. Not even close. Right? It's but here is the thing: until the NHL treats him like the best player in the world and doesn't change their playoffs, it's a different game. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care who you listen to, guys. Anybody that says it's the same game, it's, it is not at all. It's called yeah. different. It's uh-huh. definitely you're able to Fighter check. Checking. It's it's a hitting. different game. You are not winning playoff games. Six to four. Yeah. You need to win three to two. And here's the thing about Edmonton. They still have Mike Smith and fucking Koskinen as their goalies. I just I, don't I think, see how you can go into a playoff round with those two goalies and go, yep, we're solid. And their defenseman is not that good. They have Duncan uh, Keith. They have Brich, uh, Brichard, who's a young guy, starting to look good. But yeah, Barry, Nurse, Keith. That's yeah, no, the, the, yeah the, no, it's it's it is a they're, they're you know, all they're offensive. Fun, they're defensive. fun to watch during the regular season. Yeah. It's 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 a different game, and I do not have any confidence that they could. I don't think they would challenge Vegas if Vegas is fully healthy and Edmonton's fully healthy, and the lineups stay the same. Right, look, so, Edmonton could change all this if they go get a goalie that's proven. Right, let's say Flurry. they go get Flurry. That would be a hell of a matchup. Mm-hmm. But it, it they could change if they do something like that. But I just don't. I don't see that happening. So it's uh, it's also oh, going to be Ken really. Ken Holland fun. likes to make moves at the deadline. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know, you know what's really fun to you though is the Eichel McDavid playoff matchup that could happen like pretty much almost. Every that would be a, that would be a fun second round. Yeah, that would be a really fun second round. Uh, but yeah, the reason why I want to, I would say I want them avoiding that wild card because if they, I mean, imagine having to play Colorado. Even though I mean, like, yeah. okay, sure, but that wouldn't. So be speaking a fun of goalies. <laughs> and then if you get through it, now you're playing Edmonton second round. I mean, that would be a really tough way to go. So, yeah. speaking of goalies, oh, though, I, I, uh, I Colorado's goalies is their biggest weakness now too. It's not like Grubauer's playing better in Seattle, to be honest with you. But uh, I, I uh, although Gr- Colorado Grubauer's starting not to the look... same defense in front of them either. You know the Colorado's defense. Yeah. Is oh, although I. Last year. I gotta say that Colorado's starting to starting to get into form. I think they won their last three or something. Well, just like because he beat the shit out of Vancouver. That's true. That's true. Yeah, they beat good. Vancouver. I mean, Vancouver's everybody's get right game. Like that's like a... <laughs> unless you're Arizona, then Seattle is your get right game. <laughs> oh fucking! I, I wish I. This is one of those years that you wish that Arizona was still in this division to play them four times. Because that, hey, that is just roll out four wins have, right there. We have Vancouver, though, so I True, mean. good point. <laughs> they, how, look, we're in our fifth season. 
And I know one of the seasons you didn't play them in the regular season, so that's fine. They've never lost in regulation to Vancouver. That's fucking... Uh, maybe that's... I don't know. I shouldn't hate Vancouver, but I find so much joy in them. <laughs> it's just that all, all those guys up there are you know, talking trash to us all yeah. the time, too. You know. So, so here's the thing. If you're listening to this and you don't live in Vegas, next time Vancouver and Vegas play, go to DraftKings, wager on Vegas. <laughs> there you go, DraftKings. You're welcome. Okay. We got we got two plugs in there. We have two plugs. Yeah, Our DraftKings. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's uh the the central has Chicago and Arizona as their whipping boys. Uh Pacific has Seattle and Vancouver. Also, how the hell's Anaheim good? Like somebody explain that. They're, they're the Kings too, man. The minds. Kings. The Kings too. No, the, 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 won the, the, the Kings played well. Yeah, and then then lost quite a few and then now they've made a run. Like, I don't the Kings is not sustainable in my opinion. I don't think the Kings are sustainable. But, Jonathan Quick has made a turnaround this year. I mean, yeah, no, that's, I think, that's why I don't think it's sustainable. No, I think they look like no. The, the thing about the Kings though is they're winning and they they look good. They they play good. You know, you know what I mean. It's not like they barely win the games. Like they, they lost a few, yeah, but most of the games they just play well. The yeah. California teams, all the California teams are above Colorado in the standings. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, uh, I think you know who I don't think is sustainable is the Sharks. Uh, because uh, they have beaten up uh, the the bad teams, uh, I don't think they are sustainable, and they are uh, their wins are very uh, back and forthy. It's not like they don't they look they don't look good, as good as the Ducks or the Kings. Uh, another one that's not totally sustainable either is that the fact that Detroit's in a playoff spot. Oh yeah, uh, Buffalo too, isn't it? Aren't they? No, they're below. They're below. Oh, they just they just yeah they just got knocked out have, of it. Right yeah, there. they lost. They three five and two in their last ten. Yeah. So what's what's really funny if if you look at just what everybody was talking about over the last couple of weeks, right? Calgary after this crazy hot start, Vegas. Oh my God, what's going on? They're they're mm-hmm. they're going to miss the playoffs. There are two. There's two points that separate those two teams. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I mean, Ve- okay. And and Vegas is <laughs> playing in the AHL team. Uh, icing of the AHL team on there, like almost. And Edmonton's, I mean, Edmonton's played one less game, but they only have four points more more than Vegas. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like those teams did not run away like they should that's, have when Vegas started one and one and four. Yeah, that's that that was the goal for Vegas with all these injuries is just to stay stay on striking distance five hundred. Yeah, I think yeah. we talked. I think we talked about um, two episodes ago. That if by the time Pacioretty came back, if they could have just been at five, because it was Pacioretty and Stone that mm-hmm. were both out. This was before Carlson broke his foot. And they were both out and they were hoping that it was like six weeks, right? Mm-hmm. And essentially we counted the games and we're like, okay, by December 1st, if they could just be 500. Well, if they win two more games between now and December 1st, they're going to be 500 by the time December 1st rolls yeah. around. So. They just need two Speaking of number of games, I'll talk about disparity in schedules. I know that the Islanders is different because they've had yeah. all their games on the road. They've only played 12, and they're finally going to get their first home game here soon. I'm pretty but excited. you got Montreal and Detroit have already played 17. Detroit plays mm-hmm. again tomorrow. Boston's only played 13. Yeah. Most like 15. But it happens. Crap. That happens every year. Yeah, oh, like, yeah. There's some, sure, some I know. teams. But yeah, so yeah, I'm actually pretty excited for the Islanders home game because I'm actually going to their uh, new stadium later uh, next month. So oh, that'll be nice. fun. The new, yeah, the, who are they uh, playing? I forgot what they're calling it. Right. So I'm going, uh, going oh, to the New York. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to the, all three games uh, in New York 
Oh, oh New yeah, Jersey's we did mention that. I forgot yeah, all New Jersey on the other. New Jersey and New York. So, so, so has Montreal with playing seventeen games played themselves out of a playoff game, like position already? Like they are oh, dude. eleven and two. So yeah, they only have ten points. Yeah, they, yeah, Montreal has been not good. Like Suzuki's like the only bright spot in that in that in that organization. Um, and and uh, like they're a, they're a dash. Oh, look, I, I know it's seventeen games or whatever. They're a dash twenty two in yeah. those seventeen mm-hmm. games. Like, that's impressive. Yeah, that's that's really ridiculous. two of their wins were against Detroit. I mean, it's Detroit. It's so it's an anomaly. I don't understand Detroit. Uh, <laughs> Are you good? Are you here's, good? here's the thing. No, here's the thing. You know, in the past years, their defense has been terrible. Their defense has improved this year, especially with Slider and Nick Letty. But this year, they can actually score goals to make up for their shitty defense. So, so Edmonton light. Yeah, basically. So Edmonton light. <laughs> because, he, but even though uh, Grice's numbers in the Gulfovich, like, no, I said that wrong. Uh, and then, their numbers are pretty decent. One, uh, so, Sider, everybody's talking about how good that kid is. So, one more thing that maybe I shouldn't find too much joy in. Sorry, Brittany, if you're still listening. Um, I find joy in the New York fans not understanding that Turk doesn't know how to play young kids. Like Lafreniere is playing under 12 minutes a game, four four five minutes, and they're all trying to figure out what's going on. I'm like, guys, this is the Turk experiment. Like, welcome. This is kind of what we've talked about for years. Like, I don't understand why it's a surprise to them. Same thing with Kako. Like, he he scored his first goal, I think, last game. So they're playing well, but I just find the internal struggle from the fan base that has these two elite young players that aren't going to get played because Turk doesn't do that. You don't, he doesn't trust young players. He doesn't. Like, it's just, it's, I think it goes all the way back to when he was a young player in Detroit, no less, where they built up veterans, veterans after, you know, Iceman came in and some of those other guys, Probert came in and, and then they became veteran heavy. And, and that's how they got some success until that team turned the shit. And then, then the nineties era came in. Yeah, uh, yeah. La- How do you play Alexi Lafreniere on a fourth line? It's Alexi Lafreniere. He's supposed to be a generational talent on the fourth line. On the fourth line, like it, it, was their top line center. He was pretty much the this, consensus number one pick for all teams. You know? Oh yeah, they, they would have got no, that pick. He was. He was for sure. Yeah, he was. He was supposed but, to be but, like. But as the as Chris Drury, as the new GM coming in, hiring a coach, how do you not say okay? Pitch me on what you're going to do with this team. How are you going to get the most out of these young players? And work hard, play on, hard, compete hard. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Hard pucks, work. Get, get pucks deep, right? Like, yeah. outwork them, like, all these things. It's just crazy. Do the shit you're supposed to do. Yeah, okay, sure. So, um, anything yeah. else to kind of wrap? Um, we got uh, we got three games coming up this week. Should be a fun week for the Golden Knights. Yeah, oh. just want, one more point I want to bring up with the whole the injury thing is the one thing that does give Golden Knights, like uh, – a positive spin on it is it does give it's it's better in the long run because they are giving development time for the young kids and there are decision on his uh today actually earlier we were recording this monday when he was interviewed in uh golden knights at noon or some the the the, the thing they have on youtube he said that this is probably the most development i've had since in this organization oh. because he's been playing in the nhl for so yeah, long like- and that's just good for the future 
like Ryan, the hockey guy said in the post game show on Saturday, you know, it's great for long-term. Like you said, now you're building depth mm-hmm. below what you have. And then you can trust those players in case another injury happens, say in the playoffs or later on in the year, and you can call these guys back up and you know, they're going to be comfortable in their roles. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that, that- I, I, it looks to, to me, I think out of all the players that have played and got more time, I think decisions, that first call up now he's he's become Patrick Brown. What do you mean? He's that first player that can come up. Oh yeah, oh. put him in and play fourth line and PK okay, and let yeah. him just be good, right? Also, is Patrick Brown playing for or did they send him down or what? Uh, who did he, he get picked he, up he by? Got, he got waived. He got picked up by Philly, didn't he? Yeah, he got picked up by Philly, but I'm just wondering if he's playing or if he's not. playing. Yeah, why don't we just pick him back up when he got waived? Can we get first dibs? Uh, where's Philly on cat friendly here? Did yeah, he uh, get waived? Well, he got waived by us. us. But, yeah, but, oh, but, but what, Philly has to keep uh, him off the whole time. Yeah, if they send him back no, down, we get first dibs. According to this, he's on. According to cat friendly, he's on the main roster. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, he's still on their roster. So I just wonder how many games he's played. Uh, we can check. We can check real quick. Uh, I shouldn't be too hard. We have the internet. Uh, five games. He's only played five games for yeah. him, so he's they're not playing. Him. He has they're one assist, teams. and he's a minus two. Yeah. Oh, okay. no, uh, one question I was going to give you guys: uh, What do you think about Sidney Crosby not getting any kind of? Oh my god, dude! Little no. WWE hold on. maneuver. Hold on, I got a question for you. If that was Tom Wilson, how many games does Tom Wilson get? Also none. Ten. Probably oh, he probably get a fine and slap him. No, I think I think Tom Wilson gets two. I mean, I think I, first of all, I think he gets a penalty, and I think he gets two. I think it was look, you can't do that. Like you just can't. That's not a hockey play. That's not a hockey move. He should have been penalized in the game, and They're he probably not, should have got some sort of he, supplementary discipline because of it. Sidney Crosby just got back. Into the lineup, they're not gonna. They're not gonna. I mean, the NHL is not gonna take him away. I understand that. I know. I know that. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I. I. I, He should have gotten suspended. I'm saying that's what the NHL is thinking. I think. Correct. I I get that. So. Yeah. All right. uh, Anything else before we get out of here? That's it for me. Not for me. All right, guys. Don't forget. Remember, Vancouver. When they play Vegas, they can't beat them in regulation. Go to DraftKings as long as you don't live in Las Vegas or Nevada, I guess, for that matter. Wager on it. Thank you to our presenting sponsor, DraftKings. Uh, what's their slogan? Does anybody know? Uh, your right. everyday sports book. No, don't think no? so. No. Oh, okay. Um, no. Draft, 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 draft the king and there the, you go. Yep. Win the uh, ring. Uh, All right, guys. We'll have uh, we'll have AJ back next week with uh, smoother uh, transitions into our title sponsor. Nothing. <laughs> 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 All right. Bye, guys. Uh, See you. Okay, yep. And people, pay attention to the way that you're fucking driving. Stay healthy. Peace out. All right. We good. Is it good? All right, guys. Uh, have a good night. Yep. You too. All right, dude. Oh, hold up. Dave, are you going to upload it? Or, or uh, I can't. Thing? I don't know how to upload, but I got it recorded. Okay. Uh, you send me the audio file, then I'll do it. I will. Once it's done downloading, yeah. Got it. All right. Peace out. All right. Later. Goodbye.